0: Welcome to Finding NeuroDivergence, a quick bite. These quick bites will be either letting out a rant or giving out a quick tip. Some may even be a glimpse of how we're dealing with something in our life. Either way, you'll enjoy it. And if you don't, blame COVID.
1: Okay. Hi. Hi.
0: Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Year. The holidays are
1: over. They are over. I am so glad kids are back in school. Me too. Me too. I'm sad, but I'm glad. I had a lot of fun with them. That's good. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't wait to hear, like, your side. Of, I know. Like, how everything went, because you went out of town. and then Yeah.
1: Mine was just... Tell me about yours. Okay.
0: So, I hear. Christmas itself...
1: Were you guys here for was, Christmas? Yes. Okay, that's what and I it thought. it was
0: great. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Things went extremely well. No tears. No tantrums. Like That's wonderful. Right? Like, there was no meltdowns. Yeah, I even returned three of the gifts that I got Jack because he didn't care about them. So I just wrapped them back up and turned them to Amazon because I was wow. like, "You're not gonna notice." Yeah. So he kept what he liked, and I returned the rest. And it was that's great. awesome. However, we are going to go to Texas, right? Yep. As a family. Yep. Before Christmas, Chris gets really anxious about going to Texas. It's not his favorite place. He gets protective of me and the girls. My family can be very criticize Yeah. Um, you know, and there's just not a lot of people there that he even, like, really relates to. And, you know, so it's just, like, really obligation because he talks to his family on the phone and it's fine for him, you know? Yeah. Um, so he didn't want to go. And then the main cousin that we normally get together with with, that's friends with the mm-hmm. girls— didn't have a lot of time, so then we were only going to see them for a couple hours. And so the girls were like, why are we driving for 24 hours with, you know, like, we can't really visit the people we really want to visit, you know? Right. And then my family was being lame, like, let's just not even do Christmas presents and all this stuff. And I was like, I still have 13-year-olds and a 9-year-old that, like, yeah. enjoy Christmas. And they just wanted to, like, bypass it.
1: Yeah. That's, so I was like, yeah.
0: forget it. Then we're just not going to go. Like, why are we spending all this time going? Okay. So you weren't going to go? So we weren't going to go. We didn't, so we weren't going. Right. My uncle
1: passes away. Oh,
0: no. I was cl- not close to him, but he's my favorite uncle.
1: Oh, no. And, I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's my dad's older brother. Um, and we kind of have him as a domino of like, my dad's going to get depressed and then he's going to like, right, you right.
1: Know. It'll be like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then he's married to my favorite aunt, you know? And yeah. so I really wanted to be there for my aunt. And so my mom, so we're trying to figure out, okay, how can we make this happen, right? So my mom doesn't have enough points for me to go. Okay, Tickets are like $900. I know. They're outrageous. Which is really crazy. Outrageous. I know. So I had to do it on my account, and then it was $900. So then it was just, we're trying to figure it all out, right? And so finally we said, okay, we're not going to go. Like, right. it's too expensive. And my mom says, don't go. You're not going to be missed anyway. Yeah. And I was just like thanks mom thanks. all right so I woke up and I was like you know middle of the night processing and all that stuff that you do when you're Adderall drugs keep you awake and I realized like oh the reason why my mom said that was because two reasons one it was going to be the bigger one so there's gonna be lots of people and two she's very big on appearances like not appearances as in like looks but appearances as in how do people perceive you kind of thing? Yeah. So if everyone, like the entire, fi- if her entire family was there, yeah. it would make her look good kind of thing. Right. Um, you okay over there? She- oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, She's like trying to know, scrunch up and your blanket's like, behind you. I know. I'm okay. Like, okay. We redid the room and it's really cozy now, yeah. except it's freezing right now. Yeah. So we're all freezing. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So then I realized, oh, my brother's not going to be there. So it doesn't really matter to her that I'm there because it's not going to look good Cause the whole family is not going to look good. So the appearance of what she wanted is gone. Okay. And that's why she really wanted me there oh. was the appearance of everyone. Everyone's going to be here yeah. and everyone, my, my right. family came. And- yeah. So I was like, Ugh. so that I had to process through that a little bit. Right. I'm like, Oh, that's crappy. But then I like stopped and was like, okay, what's the mission? Like, what yeah. do I want? Like, what do I want? And the fact of the matter is, is I wanted to go back. I wanted to see my dad. I wanted to see my niece, Avery. And I wanted to be there for my favorite aunt. Yeah.
1: Right? Right. That's important. I was like, and mm-hmm. then I thought, well,
0: there's no point in going. Well, this sounds really crass. I don't mean it. There's no point in going to her funeral. She's not going to know I'm there. Like, the one that's going to be actually beneficial for me to be there at, to support her, is, is her, husband's, her husband's funeral, you know? That
1: makes sense. So,
0: I was like, no, I want to go. And so, I look up um, car places, right? Rental cars. Yes. And so, the times that it goes, I have to take Jack's because... Of babysitting and Chris starting the dojo open again or whatever. Okay, so Thursday after like the, after that Christmas right like the 29th, we, or yeah, I don't know whatever that date is. We get a we rent a car, the next morning we pick it up, pack it up, and Jax and I are off. Smooth sailing. I was shocked to myself. I made it all the way through without stopping. I well without, without
1: stopping. How many, I didn't many to get the hours hotel. is that?
0: It, the drive itself is about anywhere between 18 to 20 hours, depending okay. on where you hit traffic. Okay. Like, you know, because you can hit rush hour traffic in Phoenix or Tucson or, you know, but where we left, we, we made it really easily. I slept, I pulled over and slept for two hours. And then my Adderall, of course, woke me up. And so then I drove again <laughs> and then I slept for another hour and then I drove again. And Jackson, because he had the whole back seat to himself, like laid down and curled up and he slept for like six hours and that's incredible went through and it was like easy yeah ish you know um because I peed on the side of the road because I didn't want to wake up Jackson so that was interesting yeah I've done that before yeah other than that I was like oh this is not that bad right yes so I get there right I I call my sister on the drive to see how the viewing went because the viewing was that day but then they're going to have like the ash the they're going to have the Ceremony of putting him in his little mausoleum thingy. Yeah, where they put the ashes in the yeah. little, uh, uh, what do they call that? Mausoleum. Uh, ma- 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 I don't know the word. <laughs> I don't know. I never say it <laughs> right. Mona- oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. okay anyway, you know what we're talking about. So, and that was just to be family. So, I was like, oh, this is yeah. perfect. i just, I'll know everyone and it's the people I actually want. Yeah, I it won't see. be like a you huge know, deal. You more so. So, it was fine. But So I called my sister to see how it was going, and my sister got triggered because my aunt had people over afterwards, and my mom's house is very, like, give it three more years, and she can probably be on an episode of Hoarders. Like, that's how intense, like, the house cluttered is. the house is. So my sister gets triggered, like, th- no one's going to be able to see, you know, dad and everything because this is just so crazy, and he her respect or whatever, and I was, she was, like, freaking out or getting triggered and angry because the house isn't set up. To receive people. To receive people. And it's yeah. an embarrassment and all this sorts of stuff. And so I was like, okay, f- like, don't worry about it. I'll talk to mom. Um, so then she doesn't know I'm coming in. I haven't told anyone I'm coming in. I just drove. And so the next morning, I get a text message from my sister. I'm still driving, saying I made mom and Nina cry because of this. And I told her, like, laid it out. And, like, totally, like... Yelled at her, laid it, laid, laid it on her. Of yeah. Like, all this stuff. And so, then my mom's crying. And I'm seeing her going, this is the day after her brother-in-law has passed away. And these, my brother, my aunt and uncle are the ones that kind of took my mom in because she only grew up in this border town.
1: Mm. And so, like, they, oh. ex- they like,
0: kind of took her under and, like, explained things, how things work in the city, you know? Like, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So, she's like crying and distraught i was just like why did you do this like why did you do this i told you i would take care of it like but you just it was just why you know yeah and so then i surprise them and everything's fine and my mom and sister and my mom and my sister are in a big fight and they're not really talking but they're being civil because i'm there or whatever right and the next day i take Avery for coffee like i always do and I get a text message again of, like, I just laid it on them again, made them cry. They're mad. Now they're not talking to me. And I'm like, why are we doing this in the middle of, like, a mourning period for... That's insane. It's insane. Right? So I'm like, so now they're not talking. And, they're, and then every single time they talked, like, I would talk to one of them. Would she say anything? I was like, it, what oh did she say about this? Gosh. And I was like, it was like two middle schoolers
1: oh my gosh. who could
0: not see the other person's perspective... That's insane, and we're trying to get. Him for, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, ridiculous. Um, so I processed through like my sister's in a really bad spot. She got out of a bad relationship, and she's like, totally overcompensating. She's being triggered by my dad, who is her favorite like parent, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. the one she's closer to. Yeah, and yes, we've my sister is right. Like we, the house is not set up to receive people and everything, but she. Did not do it with any compassion or any gentleness.
1: And at the wrong time, like, come on. Yeah. Like, pick your timing to say something like that if you're going to say that.
0: Right? And then... Yeah. And my mom's also, like, right. The the timing was off. She did not say it with gentleness. Like, they're both right, and yet they can't see the other person's point of view. Yeah. And so I just... I know I just left San Antonio feeling like I was leaving my mom really unsupported emotionally. Yeah. Um, We've been so focused on my dad that we've kind of forgotten that she's the one doing everything. Yeah, she's the caretaker. And half of it's like a martyrship. Half of it is her putting it on herself. Her identity is taking care of people and all that kind of stuff. And the other half is like, dude, you got to calm down. Like, you got to, you know, so. And I was even able to, like, help her get one of the rooms a little bit organized. And so... I will be coming back again to Texas to support my mom this year. Because last year I went every month to see my dad. And now you're going to go
1: support your mom. Now I'm going to go That's and support nice. my mom. And I'm going to try wonderful. to call her
0: more often. Which is yeah, also that, emotionally draining. Because you just got to be prepared to like. Right. Not be able to talk or share what's going on or emotions, you know, and just like receive all of hers. Yep. So I got to learn how to receive all of her emotion, but then put it down and, and then not like, and keep going and so keep going. Right. By the end of the year, I'll probably be really good at that. Yep. So it was good that I went. Yeah. And then the service itself was really pretty. My aunt was really thankful that I drove all the way oh, I bet there she was. and was really happy and everything.
1: I think that stuff means a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> so then my I cousins. Really do.
0: <laughs> my cousins. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I am the youngest cousin. Okay. On my dad's side and my mom's side, but this is my dad's side. My mom and dad's side. The oldest one is 62, and there's an 18-year difference between us. Okay. And then the oldest one before that, like the, the one above me is my sister and then my brother. Right. So there's really no one that I relate to growing up. And then the next generation, like their kids, they The one that's closest to me is eight years, like, younger, right? And I'm close to her now, like, Leanne's amazing. I'm close to her now, but growing up, we didn't because, you know, eight years, she's eight, I'm 16, there's a big difference. Now that we're all, like, Mm -hmm. old, it's different, right? And so I just realized, like, as I was sitting there going, huh, I don't, like, I always felt guilty that I wasn't there connecting with these people. And then as I was talking to them, they would ask me, like, so what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I, I you know I started a nonprofit with my friend, and I you know, with the nonprofit is a we have a, a podcast attached to it, and they're like, Oh, and that's it. Like no one
1: asked follow up questions. No, reciprocal. like no one. Cared. Are they that way with everyone, or is it just with you?
0: I think. I don't know. But it made me realize, like a. That's just crappy. Like, even if you don't, like, really I care, at least, like, fake Pretend that you, like care you care for, like, two minutes. Yeah. Like, literally, it was, like, blink, 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 turn to the next person. And it was, like, what? Like, it was just wow. so weird to me. Wow. And I just realized, like, I, I was able to completely process and validate and, and close that I'm not obligated to invest in those relationships and I don't need to feel guilty no. about doing any of that. Just because there happen to be family and have yeah. some same genetics or not, some of them don't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, right. they're not the people I need to invest in. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, because we I feel like we always have this really strong, like, family has to stick together and da da da, da which is interesting because I teach that to the girls, but it really comes down to, like, your little
1: core, yeah, your you know, unit. like the my five, mm-hmm. like the the the, and then there's five. some and then there's some answer that you, you know, like I'm really close to my brother and his kids, but that's because we're really close and my kids happen to be the same age as his kids. You know what I mean? So there's things like that. Yeah, and but I've, if if there's not a if there's not a huge connectivity, then that's then what's the point and, of and you don't it? live near them too. That's the other thing. No, well, so oh, and that was the other thing I realized
0: is that. My other cousin on my mom's side, yeah. who I haven't seen him forever. She's recently moved to Palmdale. Yeah. And so we got together for her for Christmas because this was the first Christmas she wasn't going to be with family. Yeah. And so I hadn't seen her. I was like, look, we're going to be in town. Do you want to do Christmas Eve, like, lunch or something? We'll come to you because you have mm-hmm. small kids or whatever. And then I just realized, like, I was able to break the chain of, like, holding grudges and, like, all the toxic toxicity, toxicity. Mm-hmm. in that side of the family and have emotional growth because I left absolutely like I didn't have to continue and to stay in that to stay in that and to like feed it and invest in it I was able to leave and I've grown so much and especially having neurodivergent kids like you're forced to mm-hmm. m- emotionally my emotional intelligence is so much smarter Than any of theirs. And I'm saying that somewhat egotistical, but also really humbly because it's been a hard road to get there. Absolutely. And one of my cousins is a neurosurgeon. Wow. Right? Like, so he's smart and he's Mensa smart. Right. And yet, like, just.
1: Emotional IQ. The emotionally
0: being able to connect and stuff just is so lacking. Mm. And. The grudges that they hold and my mom and sister not
1: talking to each other and all this stuff. Mm. I was just like, wow. wow!" It's also, we have more stuff to think about. You know what I mean? It's like we have bigger fists to fry. I think a lot of times that's the case. Like I was thinking about Jenny and Oliver, which I want to get an update on them. Um, Because I've been thinking about her a lot. But, you know, she has a son that's, you know, got a heart transplant. So- and we're worrying about her. So we're just, we're privy, which I think is a privilege to seeing um, situations that are so much more dire that little things just, I, on for, at least for me, being around people like that, I think, well, little things like that don't really matter. And and no. we don't have time for that either. Well, and my, my go I don't have a headspace for that.
0: Well, and my go-to, which I'm really proud of. Like, I don't care if it sounds egotistical and boastful. I'm really proud of the fact that... But the first thing I do is think of how the other person's going to feel. Yeah. You know, like, that's not what my mom and sister were doing to each other at all. It's not what, even in the minute conversations that I was having with these cousins that I hadn't seen in years and years and years, it wasn't what they were thinking because, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's like, even in the small superficial conversations, you can make an impact of showing someone that you care and that they can be heard and that they're, you know, yeah. And even at that no none of them could do that and I'm proud of myself that I've gotten I've grown enough and I've grown that I can when something happens think about others and think about their emotions and and thoughts and it's because I'm constantly doing that
1: with your kids with my kids
0: especially Jackson who can't vocalize it like what is he thinking right now what's going on yeah. and
1: yeah the level- Andy who
0: freezes I'm like okay well she's freezing so that's communication what is she trying to communicate you right. know like right and just being able to be empathetic and compassionate and all this stuff that those small things don't matter, and yet there's moments where you can just make a big impact,
1: showing someone that someone compassion, compassion, yeah. you know, and showing empathy. No, I get it. I absolutely get it.
0: And I uh, yeah, it was just it was interesting. And then I also took um my niece Avery's boyfriend mm-hmm. out for breakfast, and people were like, "Why are you doing that?" And I my sister was like, "Why?" And I was like. They've been dating for three years. Yeah. He's important to Avery. Avery's important to me. So I want to get to know him. You Absolutely. Know? And yeah. I asked Avery and Avery, was, Avery was, I was, originally I was like, I want to take you out to lunch next time I'm in town or whatever. He was like, yeah, that's great. She's like, he would actually probably go to coffee with you by yourself because I love our coffee talks. Like he would probably love it. And I was mm. like, okay, well tell him I'm going to ask him and then I'll ask him, you know, and, and I did. And we ended up going to breakfast and we had this great talk and it was amazing. And I asked questions and I like was curious and about certain things and everything and he was told Avery was like so how was it Avery was like it was great he's like that's all you're gonna tell me he's like yeah it was our conversation like it was just really cute like he guarded Aww, it like
1: that's sweet
0: and I think he really appreciated that I'm making the effort making and then, an effort
1: to get to know you him. know and he had yeah. a
0: question and I you know something came up and then we talked about it and whatever it was just really like amazing like I think he felt heard and loved and all this stuff and so it was just like
1: that's really nice you did that. It's take yeah. you you took the time out of your schedule to get to know someone else because they're important to someone that's important to you, and that's really yeah. And I want to, to make do. sure that they yeah, and that, they feel supported yeah, they feel and supported and that, because yeah, there's people that are vested in them and getting to know them. Yes. Okay. So the last part. Uh, so okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I oh, I don't know, God. listeners. This is the first time I've seen her since the break, so I have no idea what's going to come at us right now. The ride home. Okay, okay. I jinxed myself. The ride oh, up there, I was yeah. like, why
0: does Chris brag about doing this? This is easy. Oh, no. Oh, no. We get it. They upgrade us to an SUV. Fine. My mom then makes me. Take all this crap home oh. that I have still had in her like, attic, you know? Oh, God. So I have my high school yearbooks here now. I have all oh, this God. stuff that just stays. Yeah. But it was fine. I had it. We've also made an agreement, my sisters and I, and my siblings and I, that if my mom gives you something, you automatically say yes, even if you throw it oh, away. Oh, yeah. Her. Just to get right? it out of her house. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Just to get it out of her
1: house. That's a great you, idea. You say
0: yes regardless. Yeah. So you just I said take yes. Take it. And as I was helping her clean this one room, she, I was, like, finding stuff that I knew they didn't need. And I was like, oh, mom, can I have this? This would be so useful. She's like, of course. Because she doesn't mind giving things away. She just wants to have a use out of it. Right. And it comes from her psychologically, her depression. Like, she grew up with nothing. Right. You know? Yeah. So I know. I've seen that they, before. So they'd rather, if it has a home somewhere else, they're happy. But they just want to have a home. They don't want it to go They just on don't yet. want it to go So on, yeah. I took stuff that I had no intention That's awesome. I even told Chris, like, listen, my the car is packed, but literally I have two or three boxes of stuff we're giving away. Like, I'm just taking it out of the house, and he was like, okay, cool, right? So I have an SUV filled to the rim, and Jackson, and we're going, and everything's fine. We get Texas is long. We go Texas, Texas, Texas. We get to Van Horn. The tire engine light comes on, like the pressure gauge. So I look. I feel like I'm going amazing. I Feel proud of myself, a feminist in this world. I took, take it to the, like, air pressure gauge thing. Put air pressure oh, in it. Yeah, put it all I read yes. the tire. Good put for it you, all man. Off, and I was like, go me. See, I don't yeah. need anyone. So then we get on. It goes off, but then it comes back up again. So I was like, okay, well, I can't go all the way to California. I'm only, like, halfway there. Exactly. On a tire pressure gauge. So I make an arrangement in the El Paso airport. A uh, place and I switch the cars out. Okay. Okay. All right. Mind you, <laughs> I have all the stuff in the back. Oh my god. So I have to re like the, the guys where they were awesome and they reorganize it all for me and everything. Yeah. And it's at night, so it's already dark. It's probably around four o'clock, five o'clock, mm, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then I get in the car and they have they gave me so the first car they gave me was a uh, something Tegan, um Volkswagen. That's a Volkswagen. Volkswagen, yeah. Tiguan or whatever. And it yes. was okay. No big deal. Yeah. Fine, whatever. I get into a RAV, Toyota RAV4. Nice car. Mm. Like, I like it. I'm like, this is cool. Um, I realize I love adaptive cruise control. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the best thing in the world. It is. Um, so then I get in the RAV4. It's really nice. There's construction. They close the I-10, like, entrance ramp. So I go this whole, like, long, different oh, yeah. detour route with all this construction and I must have rolled over something because I blow a flat tire and <gasps> hit the curb. And then I'm like, oh, geez. So then I had to, like, pull over to a truck stop. And then I'm just like, okay, all right, no big deal. I know how to change a tire. We're going to do this, right? And so I had to unload everything again to get to the flat tire on the back of the thing. I take everything out, and then I lean it up against thing. And I'm calling Chris. Chris knows everything's going on. And I'm just like, I know how to do this in theory, but I don't think I've done this since, like, college, you know? Right. And I am not by like I am all about feminism. I know how to do it, but I will use the damsel in distress to get myself out of it if I don't have to do it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to go over across the street to the truck stop itself. like, See if anyone can help you. Yeah, like, we'll just vet people out because, I mean, there's truckers. I'm weird. So I'm like, like, I got to see. Like, if someone's nice that comes up to me and says hi to Jackson, then I'd be like, hey, by the way— yeah, so as I'm about to do this, this gentleman comes over and goes, "Ma'am, do you need help?" And I was like,
1: "Yes, yes, I Thank do. You.
0: I need help." So then he goes, "I go, my son's in the car. Do you mean to take him out? Because you know they're doing the hijack or whatever." Yeah, and um, he's like, "Uh, he's like, nobody needs to stay still." I'm like. <laughs> Let me take him out. You know, like that's not going to (laughs) happen. So I'm trying to wrangle Jackson while these semi trucks are going. And then he's doing all this stuff. And he's kind of teaching me like a little bit like, you know, you have to do this and this. And some of the ways I had it wrong, I probably would have done it wrong. But whatever. It would have happened. And Jackson's now all of his meds are out of his system. Oh, no. You know, so he's getting like ramped up. He's tired and, you know, whatever. And he starts like kind of being crazy. And the guy just kind of like stops and. Gets him involved in like changing oh the God. tire. And he goes, oh, I used to work with kids like him. And oh, I was like, are you kidding me? God. Like you sent me this angel. who serendipitate That's beautiful. Who like, t- like change my tire. Yeah. And then also like. Can, relate
1: to, can Jackson. relate to
0: Jackson. And like Jackson by the end was like, I want my friend to put me in the car and buckle me up. And so it was oh. like, he put him in the car and buckled him up and t- all this stuff. So I was like, Oh, oh my God. My goodness. This is amazing. It's wonderful. It was like phenomenal. So then I have a donut on the. But yeah, so the you car. don't have
1: a real tire. which I is I don't have not a real great. tire, so
0: I have to go back to the El Paso um, airport. No. Another like I had only gotten like thirty to forty miles out. Okay, so you have to go or, back. Got so to go back to the airport. Switch, so get just another, another car. Get a, another car. Okay. Right. And like the, the guy who helped me before is there, and is like, "Why are you back?" And I was oh like, "My gosh, flat tire." So they get me another car. Uh huh. And this time it's a Buick Encore or something. I have no idea what that is. You don't want to know, okay it was the crappiest car was it, the it worst wasn't car? comfortable. it didn't have the space at all like I don't even yeah. really know if it's considered an SUV or not I, maybe it's not. but now we have to like totally tetris Back. everything going and I can't see out of the rear view mirror, oh, which no. bugs the crap out of me, especially on like a highway when you have semi trucks yeah and, that's like, terrible. You know, I don't think horrible. I'd get on a highway with that. that's crazy. I was but it was all they had like they didn't yes. have any other cars or whatever that available or whatever. So I get all that situated. By this time, Jackson's like Done. delirious, delirious, and yeah, he's doing okay, but he's just like loud and everywhere, right? Yeah. Um. So then I leave the airport, and as I leave the airport, I see that the check oil warning light comes oh, on. Oh no! And I'm like, really? So I go back to no, El Paso no. airport. What time is and it? And said. It's probably like ten o'clock at night by now. Oh my gosh! And I had I call the guy over and I look at it and this guy's been kind of flirting with me this whole time too and he's a little bit skeezy. Anyways, mm. um, when ke- he keeps telling me if I were your husband, I would have never let you go by yourself. Like that's just wrong. Like he was. I was just like, you're weird. Anyways, so I call him over. He looks at it and goes, "Hold on." Gets the mileage. Goes runs to some the computer or something. Yeah. Checks it and it was like,
1: You'll "You're be fine."
0: fine. Um, you can drive it for like three days if you don't have it for yeah. three days or something or whatever. And I was like, right. okay. Okay. So I drive to, I want to get the hell out of El Paso because El Paso Tell me about is the it. worst,
1: right? Yeah. Been so there forever.
0: I drive to El Las Cruces and by this yeah. time, you know, it's like 11 o'clock ish, 1130 11 ish. Right. And I normally, I just drive through. Right. But I still have 12 hours. Yeah. Of driving. Yeah. And this whole thing has taken like six hours off of everything. Right. And so Chris was like, just, I'll get you a hotel. And I was like, yeah, I think that's just wise. Like, it's early enough that I can get a good night's sleep. We can just wake up when we wake up and then, like,
1: yeah, you'll be fresh. Yeah.
0: So then as I sleep and I wake up the next morning, I'm like, I don't want to drive an additional 11 hours on a car that needs the oil
1: changed. Like,
0: I'm Mm -hmm. not
1: having. The best of luck, right? At all, yeah. I mean, that <gasps> the, the luck would be that it would break down because the oil wasn't changed, right? And I
0: just, I mean, especially
1: if it's not like a good car. I mean, I don't know. Well,
0: and all of these cars are not been great. Like they should have never. I know the one that had the air pressure tire also had an inspection due or something. Like yeah, this is a, this yeah, is like I was, a sketchy place. Yeah, right, Avis, don't use Avis. Anyways, so then. So I'm like, I don't feel... So I I call customer service again or the hotline or whatever. And they're like, okay, we have an SUV. You can change it out. So you go back. So I I don't go to El Paso, though. Oh, thank thank goodness I stayed in Las Cruces, so I didn't lose another
1: hour. Thank God.
0: um And they tell me they have an SUV. So I get to there and they're like, we don't have an SUV. Oh. We only have a Malibu, a Chevy Malibu.
1: Oh, no. And I'm
0: like, uh... You know how like when someone tells you thirty years ago, I think nineteen seventy, even though it's not nineteen seventy at all.
1: Yeah. But when
0: you when you say a Chevy Malibu, I think these like really boat. old cars yeah. or whatever, it's like and I'm a like
1: boat. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like a sedan. What? That's a boat. Yeah. So yeah. I,
0: I was like, well, let's see. Let's just right. see what happens. And so I, we go, and it actually all the stuff fits better. In the Malibu than it did in this Buick Encore, which the, odd uh, like, the Android Auto didn't even work, so I wasn't mm. going to be able to use my map system. Like, it was just, like, that car was just done. done. I was like, no. Toasted,
1: toasted. And now I can yeah. see the back of my
0: window, and Jackson has space. Like, it was yeah. way better. And I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. So then I pull the little, like, it's, it's just Jackson's by himself by the outside. So the middle console I pull down so that we can put his, like, little drinks and stuff. Yeah. And there's a rotten banana in it, like with mold. And how is going on with you? I was like, this this is insane. So then Jackson's like, I don't want to use it, and I was like, I totally get it. So I put it up. This is the only car they have. So then we just start driving, and then the next place we are, I get the baby wipes and the hand sanitizer, and I just like clean it out, clean it out, and everything, and then all is fine, and then. We drive back home.
1: Oh, and my God. we finally get in That's at, like, insane. 1030. That's insane. Get in
0: at 1030 the day yeah. later than we were supposed to. Yeah. So, like, oh, it was insane. So, now I'm calling Avis and was like, I don't want to pay for this. Like, this is ridiculous. It's you rented ridiculous. cars that
1: I shouldn't. And I'm not
0: someone like that. Like, I get this. No, know is are to make money. Yeah. Like, I'm, You're not
1: one of those people. No, yeah, I know. I'm not.
0: Recently, You're- we had someone on our Airbnb who tried to like get it for free, but it was like you have no compl- the complaints you have are not valid. Right? But I'm like senior going. Not only did like three different Avises mess up, like it's just it's it's bigger. It's like the corporation is not right. Right. Handling things well. Yeah. Not just oh, it happened in the San Antonio Avis. That one must not be. So did they give well. you the
1: car for free?
0: Not yet, because what they do is they ask. I have to get it escalated to the next level and okay. then someone will call me. Okay. Which is brilliant on the Irish part because when you're mad in the moment, you call and try to guess that. But then if you w- make people wait yeah, for 24 then hours, absolutely then who's actually going to follow yeah, up and follow goes. through. But no, I'm determined. I'm like, yeah. I had four different cars yep. to drive one trip mm. and two of them should have never been rented and one of mm. them had a gross banana in it. Like, yeah,
1: that's insane. You no. Know, no, you yeah. need a free car. So I'm good. And then, you were, home, and and then, then we're you were home and, and then you were and then you were happy.
0: Well then the next day they all went to school. Like that was literally two mm. days ago. Like I like yeah.
1: Wow. I'm just like so you just got back. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So okay. I'm still super tired. Yes, I I'm, bet you are. That's that's crazy. It was just a lot.
0: But I was proud of myself. I didn't cry the whole like thing. I was like, good, I've I've grown. You I did can take it. care of myself. You I did it. You can do it. This, it was just between the emotional crazy being From there home. and then yeah. just like the physical crazy driving out i was just yep. like i'm not going anywhere for a while no stay home for a
1: long and time. relax and, and not get in and the figure car out
0: but then now i had to jump into school school well psychiatrist appointments and like getting Jackson's new like helping hands ABA not ABA but like floor time therapy set up like all the things that were on hold because it oh, was a break oh yeah and then it now, all like exploded yeah so now I'm like okay now now you're in full force
1: yeah now I'm in full force all right but with half a brain because I'm so tired well hopefully you'll be in full force 100% of a brain tomorrow yeah yes thank you for listening we truly appreciate it Please subscribe to
0: Finding Neurodivergence through Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.